And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a Minnesota version of the Warriors All-82 podcast. And if it's a Minnesota version, you know who I got to get. John Krasinski is here, the legend himself who is covering a surging Wolves team that blew the Warriors out tonight and generally just felt like, you know, considering the Warriors state uh, and their thinned out rotation, but, you know, it's just the, they're just the better team. Like, it was just obvious, like, really from the start, Wolves are better in their current states. Yeah, I think, like, obviously not having Clay, not having Dre, not having uh, Draymond, like, all those guys uh, really plays a factor in the Wolves. But the Wolves were shorthanded, too. They didn't have Anthony Edwards. So, um you know, I think that the Wolves feel pretty good about the way they match up against this version of the Warriors team because to have Towns uh, in the front court with the mismatches that he creates against Looney, against Kaminga, and then be able to play off of that and make shots around him, Beasley hitting threes, D'Angelo Russell kind of doing what he does, they were just playing with a lot of confidence. They have not played well in the, in the second nights of back-to-backs for much of this season, but I think they got up for this one big crowd, you know, wanted to put on a little bit of a show, and, and Cat really put them on their back early. Big crowd even booing Andrew Wiggins a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, so, you know, Looney, I thought, actually held up decently well. I mean, Towns obviously got a few buckets on him. But, I mean, they're, they're plus two in the in the 27 Kevon Looney minutes. The problem is Kevon Looney doesn't have a backup. And uh, Carl Ta- and, and Kevon Looney can't nest- – you can't match his full minutes with Towns because Looney can't – you can see it. He can't physically play, you know, 36 minutes. And to me, that's when the game broke open. First quarter – I think Warriors are up something like 19-16 when Looney goes off the court. They put in a Kaminga auto porter front line. They've tried Kaminga on good players this season. He held up well against LeBron, Julius Randle, etc. But Towns is a different type of player. I mean, he's true center. Uh, and, and to me, and Kaminga hasn't been playing well recently. And he just doesn't look as alert out there. And, and Towns scored twice right away on him, including that one. It was like almost a flagrant foul. It was like a super weird play. That was like Kaminga's first play on the court. Then he just easy seal, post, duck in. They try to double. Towns finds a three-point shooter. Minnesota breaks it open there, uh, which from the Warriors side of things generates the conversation of like, why didn't the front office go and get a backup big? Um, but, I mean, as we know, if these teams potentially play in the playoffs 2-7, you're going to see a lot of Draymond Green on Towns. Yeah, I mean, that's going to change everything. I mean, defensive player of the year. Um, you know, Towns obviously a little taller than Draymond, but Draymond has all the tricks of the trade to be able to put Towns more in check. I will be interested to see if that matchup comes, how much Towns brings him more out of the paint, shoots, tries to shoot some more threes. He Towns shot six threes tonight, but a, what we've seen a lot from him this year, even though he won the three-point contest, he's been a lot more aggressive, dribble drive, pump fake, and then go by guys and get to the rim and and create fouls and and things like that. Now, I, I think Draymond will hold up against a lot of that uh, and and just kind of anticipate a lot more of what Towns can bring. Kaminga had no idea what Towns was going to do as soon as he touched the ball and faced up with him. So 
that will be a huge uh, thing for the Warriors to, to get. But I think you might see Towns get a little more aggressive shooting the ball because he's 41% from three this year. Uh, he has scaled that back a little bit, trying to get to the basket a little more, show more of his toughness. Uh, but there are things they can, they can do to counteract that if they get Edwards back and, and, and a few of those things. Still, they would be heavy, heavy underdogs in a series like that. But having Towns... And really having a, a renaissance season, he's had a couple of really down years. Coming back, he's an all-star, a lot more versatile. He's got his head about him a lot more. That gives the Wolves a little bit more confidence in games like this. We in Minnesota have a great media seat. Uh, it's right behind Minnesota's bench. It's a great view of, like, you know, when Towns is not getting calls underneath and the way he's just begging referees and – you know, just thinking about a, a, a playoff series of, with with Towns and Draymond just battling down there, and just barking at referees. Uh, it's I'm I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I I would like to see it. Uh, you know, I Zach Zarba or whoever is officiating better put some cotton in their ears because they are going to get it. I, Pat Beverly never lets anyone do it. D'Lo D'Angelo Russell talks a lot of smack too, and and really rides the referees. I think that's one thing that has gotten the Wolves in trouble over the years. Towns just barks too much. He's tried to bring that curl tail that a little bit, but it's human nature for him. And uh, how about tonight? Uh, it, there, it was a bad call. Uh, it was like probably mid fourth. Curry looked like he might have got tripped, but generally replay seemed like he might have just tripped over his own feet. Falls out of bounds. They call a foul. It's you know inconsequential at the moment. But Towns is sitting there. What was he on the exercise bike or something? Right in front of the media section. He turned around and he goes, "Now you see why we're complaining." <laughs> I'm just like, these are good seats, but I, I just thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, funny, and I think especially that one was particular because Jaden McDaniels got called for the foul, and he gets called for every single thing in the world. He's a second-year player trying to kind of establish himself he if he breathes on a guy he gets fouled and so that's where some of that frustration is but yeah it's I mean the Wolves are complainers and that's gotten them in trouble that they get uh technical fouls they don't get some of the calls that maybe they should get because they complain so much and that's something that the coaches have has tried to get them to kind of calm down on but you know sooner or later the dam breaks and 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 they let everyone have it again yeah, this would have been a nice night for James Wiseman to be active uh, and just for his experience, you know, even if, hey, if they lose tonight, but it's like James Wiseman getting that, you know, type of uh, reps against Towns, it would have been great. Wiseman's getting close. I would, you know, as the Wolves were playing in Cleveland last night, the Warriors were actually in their practice facility. Wiseman was getting a three-on-three scrimmage in, looks good, moving well. I was out there watching pregame. He's doing a bunch of, you know, pick and roll, pick and pop type stuff, post moves, counter moves with, with uh, Milojevic, who is uh, Jokic's former coach. Um, so he's getting pretty close. I'd st- I'm still guessing a week or two away probably, and we're probably too late in the season as, as has been hashed and rehashed for him to like make an impact. Like If there was a Wolves-Warriors first-round series, it's going to be small ball Draymond and Looney, very little Wiseman I would expect. But you know that's something uh, – I guess to monitor, but I would like to ask you about, or just talk about Wiggins with you because you'd be shocked to hear this, but <laughs> he's going through a quiet patch right now. Um, you know, really since he was named a starter, you know, he, he actually had two really good games, like right after he was named a starting officer, including the night he, he was, um, but he hasn't scored more 20 or more points since January. He went all of February under 20 tonight. 
ate right away after he was booed. Steph was even out there booing him. And I think he, I think I even saw you tweet something about like, uh oh, yeah. because of, you know, you know his history, you know, typically against uh, teams like the Wolves. Uh, but he only finished with 12 points, which means four points the rest of the game. Was non existent, basically. Um, and, you know, you had Steph post game being like, needs to be more assertive, you know, like, but this is the story of Andrew Wiggins, right? This is Andrew Wiggins, and I know that this was a big night, not only for the Wolves to win for their fans, but for the fans to see Wiggins have this kind of a game because this has always been the Timberwolves sort of position on Andrew Wiggins. While he has gone to Golden State and had a very good kind of second career as a third or fourth option for Golden State, the Wolves always said, but that's not what we needed from Wiggins. We needed him to be a number one or two option. And right now with this Warriors team, with all the injuries out, you need Wiggins to step up and give you 25, play great defense, grab seven or eight boards and go. And he was non-existent tonight. And and I can guarantee that many Wolves fans walked out of there, probably some Wolves executives too, who took some lumps, even though Gerson Rosas is gone. There's a lot of other people who are on the staff here that made those decisions to trade for D'Angelo Russell. They looked at that and said, that's the Wiggins. Like, that's the one that we had to move out of here. And D'Angelo Russell, meanwhile, had a really good game and he has played very well for them and is more capable of being a Robin to Cats Batman than Andrew Wiggins ever was. And it's a roller coaster with Wiggins, man. Like, he will knock down shots and look really good for a month for more, and then he'll go into these lulls where he totally disappears, especially in moments like this where the Warriors really, really need him. He's just better suited in that third, fourth option where you're not asking too much of him and he can just kind of play in the flow and not have too much on his shoulders. That's when he's at his best. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Towns was even bulldozing Kaminga, who's the other part of that trade. The Timberwolves fight back. <laughs> I texted. Uh, I texted our friend Marcus Thompson during the during the game. I said, "Warrior or Wolves won the trade." Now you have to say it in the in the knee jerk reaction there. <laughs> if you would have considered it a D minus heading into the night, it, maybe it nudged up yes. to a D. Yes, you know. Yeah, the the Wolves still clearly lost it to get Kaminga to get Wiggins playing at the level that he is when they have all their pieces. It's clearly a win for the Warriors, big time. But. There are there's a lot of Schadenfreude right now in the Minnesota area seeing Wiggins hit that lull that they saw him for five and a half seasons do over and over again here. Yeah, it's to me one of the bigger emerging issues that ha- don't have to do with like Draymond Green's absence, right? There's plenty like their pace is way down, which has been a problem. Their rebounding's been an issue. You saw what 
Towns did to him tonight. Jokic did that to him the other night. Like, these are all things that, like, Draymond Green solved. Energy, effort, you know, communication on defense, connectivity was a problem tonight. Like, you know, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Andre Goddard solve a lot of that. But they don't necessarily solve Andrew Wiggins' you know, aggressiveness, uh, or Jordan Poole, who's the other guy, you know, you mentioned the need with Clay Thompson out, Draymond Green, not around for Wiggins to score 25. Well, early in the season when Clay Thompson missed the first few months, Jordan Poole started the first 28 games in his place and was next to Wiggins, the, you know, offensive, uh, you know, hub at times, but secondary score that they needed. And he's quieted and, you know, Steve Kerr starting Moses Moody instead of him, which I think is a questionable decision. He's saying it's because he wants size and, and rebounding out there. And the fact that they're starting Gary Payton instead of a, a normal power forward means he wants to go a little bit bigger at that spot. And the truth is, you know, maybe that lessens, you know, Poole can be kind of a moody guy. Uh, and and I, I think he believes he's earned uh, the, the spot starts without Thompson. But... So maybe you blame like that's why his his uh, you know level has been poor the last couple of games because he maybe feels a little bit slighted. But at the same time, like it's tough to argue to be the starter when you play as poorly as he has. He goes zero seven the other night. Tonight he's a minus twenty one and his mints airballed a couple early. I don't know how much you've seen of of pool, but uh, not a good night for him. Well, I, yeah, I, I'd, I'd seen more of him earlier in the year where it looked like he was poised to have a kind of a breakout season. And I, I was talking to a couple of the coaches uh, for the Wolves after the game tonight, and basically the thought was, or the, the takeaway was, the people who we wanted to shoot shots, we got them to shoot those shots. And so that was implying, you know, they were not f- afraid of Poole. Um, they were not afraid of Wiggins taking those shots. They just didn't want Steph to have the nuclear you know, 25-point quarter, almost and did. it almost did. It was close. There was a couple then, and, and Finch said that after the game. So he was close on, on one of them, but we kind of ducked it. And so, um, you know, I, I think it, the defensive game plan worked out. They were able to funnel things where where they wanted, and, and, and none of the other Warriors shooters, quote-unquote, could uh, make them pay for it. And uh, it looked like... You know, Steph was a little worn down trying to carry the thing, and if he didn't knock down shots, they just really didn't have anything else to hang their hats on. Yeah, I mean, look, Peyton took takes five threes, actually made two, but the fact that Gary Payton is shooting five threes and Kaminga took five threes, which that's got to be his most in a long time, uh, that's a good job by, by Minnesota. And it's also, you know, I think you would probably tell Peyton and Kaminga to go to the rim a bit more. But, yeah, uh, let's two steps back. Two things I want to talk about. Number one, I should say, Clay Thompson is flying into Dallas, should play Thursday against uh, the Mavericks. Draymond Green is flying with him, and that has been uh, something that this, uh, I guess, coaching staff and franchise have been hoping to get Draymond Green around a bit more. He spent much of his rehab, you know, kind of disconnected, not on the bench almost ever. Uh, you know, they're in Portland post All Star break, and Draymond is still on vacation. Uh, but he's flying in. He should be around the team a lot more moving forward. And, I mean, look, you need him on the court, but you also could use him on the bench yelling at people, you know, getting on people for mistakes, doing the type of stuff that he normally does when he's around. He's also, you know, he's, he, he, he'd be a top-level assistant coach, basically. Uh, so they need a little bit more of that. But I wanted to talk to you just about 
what would what do you think a Warriors Wolves playoff series would look like? I mean, I'd, I'd be intrigued by it because I, I think that if you were to get True Serum in the Wolves, they'd like to see Memphis in the first round if they could somehow get that because they match up pretty well. They've played them really tough all season long. They're two and two against them, but feel like they could easily be three and one. Um, and they just like the way they match up. Towns works Steve. Beef there too, right? Yeah, there's some beef. Yep, yep. And Towns works Stephen Adams pretty good. Um, you know, they're both brash. They both kind of like to talk smack. And so it, that would be entertaining. I think from the Warriors side, um, if the Warriors are at full strength, I, I don't see it being, you know, all that much of a series. I, I think that the the Wolves' only hope would be if Towns just really plays out of his mind, draws Draymond out of the paint, hits a bunch of threes, and Edwards goes crazy. Um, he missed tonight with some tendonitis in his knee. That's been bothering him for a while, and it's really slowed him the last five or six games. You can tell it's not right. If they can get him right by the playoffs and have him attacking like he put, what, 48 on the on the Warriors in, in, in the Bay Area and in, in San Francisco – earlier this year, if they could get that kind of an Edwards, yeah, then maybe they could put up a fight. Maybe they win one or two games. I still think with Steph, with Clay, with Draymond, it would it would ultimately be Warriors, you know, pretty decisively. But the Wolves are feisty and they are overconfident right now. They believe in themselves. And so I think it'd be a fun thing to see kind of the pups go up against the the old dogs a little bit and see just what they're made of in a series like that. Yeah, I mean, even though obviously the result of tonight is what it is, I think that's a best-case scenario for the Warriors would be to get a Wolves 2-7. Now, I mean, I could hear the argument that maybe like a Clippers without Kawhi and Paul George is better or even somehow the Lakers who I, look like – I mean, last I saw they actually were coming back yeah. tonight against the Mavericks. Um, but I, I say that best-case scenario because that would mean the Warriors would have stayed at two most likely. I mean, the Wolves could still climb, but – um, the Warriors now, they're 2-6 and six in their last day. They are now only a half game up on Memphis, and Memphis should get the tiebreaker. Uh, and they're only four up on Utah, who's been playing well. They're 8-2 they're and two in their last 10. Tough schedule ahead for the Warriors. You know, you're at Dallas, at Lakers, at Denver twice uh, next week. No Draymond for a while. They're definitely in danger of falling to three, and then suddenly it's a tougher 3-6, and maybe even in danger of going to four in a bad 4-5 in a, a potential second round against Phoenix. So, um, you know, I uh, these are becoming a little bit more tense times around the Warriors. Yeah, I, th- I think it's precarious. I mean, if you talk about dropping down to 6 and, or 3-6 th- and you're seeing Nikola Jokic and maybe Jamal Murray and maybe Michael Porter in that first round against Denver, like that's – that's no joke, man. And, yeah, I, I think that they should do do everything they can to hold on to that too and, and probably hope that you get Minnesota. I still think, like, it's the Wolves are intriguing because they have, when they're three, their top three, when Russell, Towns, and Edwards are all clicking, like, it, that's some firepower that they have. Like, they can score points and, and they can, you know, kind of have some swag and believe in themselves. Ultimately, they're still probably a year away from really being someone that could that can strike fear into to a team like the Warriors. But yeah, they you know they drop back and 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 you get the MVP and him slinging it around to all sorts of these Denver shooters. Like that's that's uh, playing with fire for sure. All right, John, I appreciate you coming on, uh, and maybe we'll we'll four, five, six, seven of these uh, yeah. come mid late April, and maybe we'll we'll do this a lot more. So. I- I could 
I'd be intrigued by it. But I, I, I will talk to you probably from Dallas. Big game Thursday night. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.